love everybody. Like, yeah. and you can love them in different facets. Like, right. I think you shouldn't be afraid of like having moments like that you share with people and right. being close to them, even yeah. if it's for a short period of time. Like, this is see you soon. Hi, guys, and welcome back to another very special episode of See You Soon. Um, I am here with the multi-talented Mary Handel. Um, me and Mary have been friends for like six years now, and I'm really excited to have you here. So thanks for thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Eamon and I met our freshman year. Let me tell you the story, listeners. <laughs> I first met Eamon on day one of art class, and I could just sense that he was an artist. <laughs> he was so exuberant and, like, so sassy and, like, so artsy. I was like, who is this man? Like, we are destined to be friends because we are both the hottest bitches out there. And so I just knew we had a calling. And then... We had a fashion line. Yeah, we were music video producers. We did a lot. We were like always doing something in art class that wasn't the assignment. No, um, never. He would be like, "Draw this stick," and me and Mary would be like, "No, we're actually going to design like our fashion line right now." Um, it never got made, but if you guys have, we so can't get, sew. So if anyone wants to donate their time to it, make our we, dreams, we have the designs. We just need the talent, and we this, can pull out yeah. the models. Like yeah. we know enough hot people. We Don't know. even worry. Don't even worry. Um, yeah, and we made a music video. That was pretty slay. No, we slayed. But we, we were also very underdeveloped in yeah. these days. Yeah. Um, but so, like Mary was saying, when we first met, we were really... We we were twins, you know. We, like, were very sassy, outgoing, um, doing our own thing. I feel like people in that art class hated us because we never oh, stopped talking. Definitely when it was silent, we would be laughing about the stupidest thing. And just <clears throat> doing something crazy. Like, we were... But we had a good time. We always had a good time. Um, but now... I feel like we're still pretty similar, but we also have changed. So, Mary, you, I feel like, have undergone a lot of growth at school. So tell me, like, about that journey for you. Okay, so going to school in a pandemic, if any of you guys can relate, <laughs> really sucks. And you're super isolated. And it was just really hard to, like, find out who I was when I was, like, also navigating auditions and, like trying to find friends but like not get people too close because everybody was a little toxic in art school just for context um so last year was honestly really rough like I had a great time but I feel like I held everybody at an arm's length and that made me really sad like inside mm -hmm. but I didn't like show people but then this year three of my friends transferred out of my school like my three closest friends so I really had to figure out who I was without like a support system and like rebranch out to people, which is really scary. And it kind of showed me more of who I am that I'm not totally the bitch from high school, but like she's still in there a little bit and that's mm -hmm. a valid thing to have. Yeah. A little bit. You have to be a little bit of the bitch from high school to, you know, I think something about 
people who are like creating things, you know, like you as a dancer, um, like you kind of have to be a little bit crazy, a little bit of a bitch, a little bit of a narcissist because like you face so much rejection and, but you have to still believe like you're the best, you know? Yeah. And And it's hard to face rejection and not lose your sanity. Like you kind of have to harden up. Right. And like to be putting things out there and people are like, no, pass, not good enough. But you're like, no, you guys are crazy. Like you have to gaslight the whole world, you know, and (laughs) believing that you're good enough. It's such a mindset thing. And it really like did not help with making friends because I feel like you don't want to be rejected. So you like always have this like little barrier, like secretly Mm -hmm. or like you're close to people, but not too close. And like, you don't really let them in. And this year I kind of started to say, fuck it. And like, I ended up meeting some really great, like wholesome people finally. Mm -hmm. And it helped me like reconnect on a better level with my friends from home. Okay. What like because you just were able to like let them see all of you kind of and yeah. just let them in all the way. I yeah. feel like in high school I was so just focused on getting into college and right. like making my dreams happen that I didn't like get super close to people like internally. Right. Because it was just and was so closed off. Was, yeah. I was like really struggling with an ED and I like did not talk to people like I did, but like I hated like getting too close to people. And I really was like, fuck that. And right. so I feel so much, I don't know, lighter these yeah. days. I think like, I don't know. It's hard to like you don't know what you're missing when you don't let people in all the way you know and then like once you have relationships that are like full and complete and really close and you like understand what it's like to have those people to rely on or fall back on you realize like how impactful that is on your life you know no literally and I'm always like when I come home for the summer things are gonna be weird like there's always that like will I have to warm up to my friends again Mm -hmm. and like this year it wasn't like that at all for anybody I feel like if you just I don't know stop overthinking it like you can change and your friends will change with you like the ones that you're meant to have in your life are gonna change with you right I agree with that and I also think that like Sometimes you go through a big transformative change and like it doesn't match the pace or the direction of someone else's change. And that's just okay. You know, like maybe you were really close with them for a little bit and then you both grew and developed in different ways and it just is hard to connect. But that's just kind of the nature of life, you know? No, literally. Like sometimes you need to take a step back from people and like you'll come back to them if it was meant to be if it was meant to be if your growth's real line sometimes it doesn't sometimes it doesn't sometimes it does and that's just yeah that's just like the nature of life i think and i don't know it's kind of hard but like those relationships were still meaningful like you still have those special memories and then you find new people who do connect with you in this new stage in your life and that's special again too you know yeah and i think like I don't know, going to college and then reconnecting with high school friends is such a tricky thing to navigate, you know, because you don't know what people are into now, how they act. And like, all you guys have is these shared memories from like, we met six years ago now, you know, and it's like, when we reconnect, obviously, we're really different people. And it's like, there's, I always feel like there's a little bit of a, are we gonna, you know, find our footing again as friends? And but then with the people who it's meant to be just fall into 
line with exactly you know? like it shouldn't feel forced if you like yeah. are struggling to think of things to say or like you just feel like it's awkward like i don't know i don't feel like there should be pressure to like maintain that because right. if you feel unhappy like that's weighing you down a little bit right and i think that people often are like oh we were so close we have to still be so close but like you can't force that you know no it's just like natural like you're gonna find the people you're meant to be with and yeah. that can be scary you know especially if you realize like you've changed a lot or if you see that someone else may be like hasn't changed a lot like mm -hmm. you might really want to force it but like but you, you just can't, can't. Yeah. you can't like just be different without somebody being unhappy yeah that's a really good way of putting it like if you guys aren't aligning like the only way to force it is to change who you are and that's going to force you to be unhappy you know like yeah it just won't work out that's so. why like I think the most important thing about being a genuine friend is being your own friend first. That's yeah. how I've been living lately. It's like, if I met me and I was someone else, mm -hmm. would I want to be my friend? Do I yeah. like the way I interact with people and how I present myself? Yeah. Like that self-love has to come first. Right. And, and then, then the rest you, will fall into place. And when you love yourself, that was like, I was really missing that in school. I yeah. totally hid behind being this bitch. Right. To make up for hating myself. Mm -hmm. And now that I really started to like myself a little yeah. bit more, like genuinely like myself, not just like, I'm so hot, I'm better than you. Like, that's <laughs> right. cool. Now I feel like I can be a genuine friend to other people. Right. And like really, because you're meeting your own needs, you know, and then you can meet other people's and help them and they can help you and stuff. Um, yeah, I think that's so interesting because, like, it is true. You kind of, I don't know, you can't hide behind anything because it, what you said is just right on. Like, if you aren't wanting to be your own friend, you can't be a good friend to anyone, you know? Like, you have to have that first that first step is with yourself. You have to care about yourself. Like yeah. self-care, do your journaling, take your bath, whatever you do. Like, right. Whatever works for you, you have to prioritize it. And then it becomes obvious to people that aren't like, once you start loving yourself, you realize who isn't like, it becomes really obvious. Who, yeah. Like doesn't put effort into themselves. Right. And like who and how that's like affecting your relationship. Like you them, can't you know? do that part for them. Right. I think like for me, something that became really obvious was like I was just able to see like okay you're just so insecure you know I was I used to be like why are you so mean like why would you like you make me feel terrible blah 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 um but now like I see someone who's like really mean or just presents in a certain way and I'm like oh you're just so insecure like you just hate yourself and you're projecting that onto other people and like it's not about me like it doesn't hurt my feelings I'm just like not gonna tolerate it you know um, and I think that like, that's kind of just the root of a lot of problems is people are just like, so deeply insecure that they hate themselves and they take it out on the world, you know, and it's just, it's not fair to anyone, including them, you know? Yeah. When you see people that are insecure, like as much as you want to fix it, I feel like a lot of us want to fix our friends. Like you can't because that's right. just going to like hurt you too. Yeah. And like, if someone's not there in their journey, you know? You, you can't to force just them. Give them. You have space. to give them space and let them figure it out for themselves. 
I know, like, because perception is such a big problem for people. Like, mm-hmm. you said that so well. Like, insecurity is, like, the biggest issue, I feel like. Yeah. Especially in this time. Everyone right. cares about, like, who's doing what and, like, who's on track for this and that. Yeah. And, like, how you look or how you come across. I and mean, that's, like, so dumb. Like, you have to just, like... Right. You have to yourself. do it for yourself too. Yeah. Especially now, like everything's online. Everyone knows exactly what you're doing, exactly what you look At like. Every second of the day. Every you're second with. of the day. They can stock your last 10 years history if right. they wanted. And they can pull up all the receipts. Like every tweet. Every damn Every tweet, Snapchat. Every Snapchat. It's there. It's all there. And like the thing of it is. I feel like you can't be bogged down by that. Like, because people are going to perceive you in whatever way. And I saw this really interesting TikTok. And, like, this woman was like, how you perceive other people perceiving you is still, like, your own perception. Which is, like, does that, like, it's kind of crazy. But, like, if you think someone thinks, like, you're awful or mean or something like that's still your perception and that's still um like the way that you're interpreting things and it comes back to how you see yourself you know and like you can't i don't know if you are worried about what everyone is thinking about you you're just never gonna get anything done you're never gonna be able to truly be happy because you know they could be thinking anything and at the end of the day like it doesn't matter and it if you just are losing focus over like those little worries, it's going to really drag you off course, you know? No, literally. Like that's why you have to pick like where you want to go to school, like for you or like what you want to pursue and like not worry about what other people think about it. Right. Like I know since moving to a city, like I live in Pittsburgh now, I've just realized that's my vibe. Like I thrive off of that excitement, that crazy energy all the time. Yeah. And like living in a small town is like, it's fun. It's nice. But like, Mm -hmm. that's not for me, you know, not your thing. And so that's a big part of growth too, is realizing like what kind of environment you see yourself in right? and what will make you happy and what you're going to choose to prioritize and like surround yourself with, you know? And I think that like a lot of times people think that they can take care of them. So like it goes back to self-love. You can't just be doing self-love if you like journal and take like a nice hot girl walk and listen to a podcast. Um, But it should be this podcast if you are doing that. But you also have to like prioritize things in your life that, you know, create like real and honest joy for you and like things that are maybe a little bit difficult, but... um, you know, they just, you have, you know, they are what you need to do. They're your passion. You know, you have to put that first. And I think like you have always done that with your dancing. Like you've always had such a dedication to like that. And I'm so kind of envious. And I think that's so admirable. It's hard. It is hard. I've tried to find a balance. I definitely was a lot more uptight about it, trying to get into college. But now I've been like, I'm almost there kind of, and I've been trying to prioritize, especially since being home, like reconnecting with friends. Like that's been really important to me is like, I was sick of living in a little dorm alone and barely seeing anyone. And like, it's so nice to have genuine conversations with people and like, and not feeling like you have to see everyone that you've ever met just for the sake of like saying hi, like spend your energy on the people that like make you feel fulfilled yeah if your friends aren't like inspiring you or bringing you joy in any way 
They're they've got to go. They've got to they go. They are just next caller. Next caller. Your yeah. vision. I don't know. They yeah. just. They're just, wasting your time. Yeah, they're getting into your mind space and they're just like redirecting your energy. And I think like that is so key. Like friends who inspire you is like such a game changer. I feel like last semester, one of my really close friends, like I was so obsessed with the way that she was like taking on the world. You know, she was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I was like, wow, that's so admirable. That's so inspirational. And it inspired me to do things, you know? And I think like when you find someone who does that, you have to hold on to it, you know, and be like, let's take on the world together, you know? No friends that motivate you. And it can be in all different forms. Right. Like, those are the best kind of people to be around. Like, you're going to rise when the people around you are, like, high quality and Mm -hmm. hold themselves to high standards. And when they want to see good things for you. Because if they want to succeed and they want to see you succeed, like, you're all going to succeed together. Right. You're going to take on the world together. And that's awesome, you know? I think, but it's it's hard to find those people because you have to be really selective. You have to be don't really, stop, don't stop, don't settle, and like it's okay to have acquaintances who aren't perfect, but you have to you can't let those people into your life, like, and you can't let them take over your time and take over your energy and direction because then you're just gonna be like you'll step back at some time when you have clarity and you're like, why did I waste so much time with this person who just was helping me get where I need to go. You know? No, maybe they were your coworker. You had a class together. I don't know. You meet up and get coffee and you study for your physics test. I don't know. But like, you can't spend much more time than that with people that are underdeveloped. It's right. just not giving. It's like, not giving. And like people, I think a lot of times when they're insecure or they're underdeveloped, like they see someone who's trying, going for what they want and they like, subconsciously or because they're like jealous or something they like try to bring that person down you know and they do it in these subtle ways and it's not always obvious but like sometimes someone who you think is your friend is just gonna like really have a deep negative impact on your life and you don't even you know people that like try to one-up you or just like those subtle digs the subtle digs if you don't want to see someone wholeheartedly like reach their dreams and like like you're not really genuine you're You're not helping i don't know and like if someone is making those digs at you like why like why are they doing that you know probably because they have some serious problems with themselves like you shouldn't do that to your friends you shouldn't be like trying to bring your friends down or make them feel bad and like you can't tolerate that you know like i get it we all like joke around on occasion but like you can tell the people that like it's not like joking. Like they literally just want to look for an excuse to like be mean. Right. And then call you their friend. And like, don't let those people call you friends. Like that's not something someone that really loves you and cares about you would do. Right. That's so true. And like, it's not something that you as someone who respects and loves yourself should put up with, you know, because if someone was doing that to your best friend, you would be like, don't say that to them, you know, like you would stand up for them and you need to be able to do that for yourself too, you know? Exactly. You can't just like think it's fine or like you've known them for so long that it's okay. Or like, this is how they are. Like, no, no. you're allowed to demand better of yourself. Yeah. I think that's so, so true. And like, you can't lose sight of that. You know, if someone's being 
if they're not treating you right, they, you don't need them in your life. Like it's better to be by yourself and then grow by yourself than, you know, be trapped in a position where you can't develop and grow with someone just because you're scared of being alone or something. I think you learn the most about yourself on your own. Yeah. My first semester this year, obviously I was, you know, re-finding friends. I was trying out everybody's friend group, deciding which ones I couldn't stand. (laughs) And so I spent a lot of time walking by myself, journaling, listening to podcasts, just being alone with my own thoughts, which is kind of scary. But I Mm -hmm. feel like that really helps you understand what you want, who you are, the kind of people you want to be around. Yeah. And then I started to attract them because I knew what I wanted. And I think like if you have that clear vision of what you want in your life like you're going to be able to start seeing it more you know even if like the number of people who are capable of being high quality friends to you doesn't change like you're able to see them more clearly and you're able to pursue them and like bring them into your life you know and that's just like law of attraction law of attraction but you have to you have to know first and you do have to take time by yourself you know you Um, can't just assume that it's all going to work out if you don't like literally sit with your thoughts. I know we hate doing that in this age and like away from your phone. I've really been limiting my screen time lately on -hmm. TikTok, on Instagram and Snapchat because I don't need to see what other people are doing every second of the day, every second of the day. And I think like to some degree it's helpful. Like I like to find, you know, some inspiration, like some cool people. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of something I'm interested in. This is a new thing that like a new book I want to read, a new podcast I want to check out. And like social media is great for that. But there's also like this immense capacity for it to just cloud our mind space. And, you know, then we're just like, oh my God, what is this person I went to high school with but haven't talked to in five years? Like, what are they doing right now? And like, I want to go through all of their posts and who are they dating? And you know, what's their life like? And then you waste all of this time and you're like, what? You know, so I think that's so, it's hard, but you have to also do that. Like you have to put away the distractions. You have to find the balance. Like obviously use it for good. Right. That's why I love Pinterest. Love Pinterest. It's so therapeutic. Literally you're just scrolling through endless feeds of inspiration. I can make boards for hours. (laughs) For hours. Yeah. And Okay, I was actually thinking about this the other day. Like, Pinterest is the only form of social media that isn't dead, you know? Like, Snapchat, I feel like Snapchat died a long time Snapchat ago. Snapchat is literally the most irrelevant thing ever. Ever. Like, Instagram, I feel like, is just crazy. Like, I don't get... I, I can't do Instagram It's really become, anymore. like, too many apps in one. Yeah, it's, like, screenshots of Twitter and, like... It is more know. casual in some ways. It like is more casual I feel like ways. there's less pressure. That's another thing. I've turned off the likes on all my Instagram pictures. So now whenever I post something, I it's post just, whatever I wanted to and I don't care who liked it, deal. who's commenting, who's right. viewed it. I literally could care less. It's like I looked good today and that's going on and the internet. That's for you guys to consume as you please. So it's like you can use it in a less like harmful right instagram was very harmful in our middle and high school years like yeah, people were that was so crazy. obsessed with so how obsessed. they came across and visco and everything oh my god visco yeah no but like me and mary you guys we did slay instagram like i'm not gonna lie like yes. we many uh, many times many times we had the photo shoots we had you know 
like the outfits collaborated, um, planned, coordinated, non whatever. Um, and we slayed, but also like, why was, why were we as like 15 year olds, like being so worried about getting likes on like Instagram? Like what? Like we were so obsessed with like, you know, we wanted guys to think we were hot and like, yeah. did we ever like end up chasing them? Like, no, but no. like, I was just a tease, whatever. <laughs> I'll stand by it. Don't care. Slayed. But like, we were so obsessed with like looking hot and like and we were so young to be caring about to be that. caring about that especially when you should be like finding out like who you are and i think that's kind of like it kind of did stunt development you know because we were spending a lot of our time of our formative teenage years where like previous oh my god i sound like an old person but previous generations were like figuring themselves out and then we were just like oh my god, I need to get all of these likes on this Instagram post or like people are going to think I'm not slaying. Oh my god, as hard as I should be. Um, I don't know, it's crazy. No, yeah, we really are like, then you'd be looking at who liked it or right. who commented or who is sliding into your DMs. You're and like, right? where did those any of those people go? Right. All the guys I had crushes on in high school are ugly now. So, like, where are they now? Literally right. nowhere. And that's, like, so true. They're like, probably all still here. They're probably all just, like, obsessed, I don't know, and crazy. With they are. Some it. of them yeah. still hit me up, and I'm like... Guys, give it a rest. Give it a rest. I, um, I know. It is, like, so bizarre and scary. But I think, like, I don't know, with the pandemic, like... Nobody was doing anything, you know. There were only there's only so many, um, like photo shoots you can do in your house, and like it kind of yeah. I don't know. It kind of like changed the way we perceive social media. I think because it just at least for like that beginning part where you literally were doing nothing, it just lost all of its clout, yeah. You know, like there was nothing to flex. We were all in the same position for once. For once, and it was like, and then I think once you had that step back, like. I don't think ever since, for me at least, like, it's had the same chokehold on my mm-hmm. life. I've just been like, okay, like, Instagram's just a joke. And, like, I don't, I don't know. Even if I was, like, even if someone was like, I'm an influencer, I'd be like, okay, slay, that's great for you, but, like, I don't care. You know, I used to think, like, people who were, like, commanding these huge followings on Instagram were slaying. And now I'm like, let's just not really, you know. yeah. Those people know. aren't, they're really not doing anything. They're, they're literally, literally just like anything. wearing sponsored clothes. Yeah. And posing. And they, posing. It's not really. When Instagram is not a thing anymore, like where will they be? It's really not something to like aspire to, you know? Like it's really camp to be an influencer. Okay? It's like, really camp. To I'm be a an camp influencer, not in a like, this is my sole source of income. Like right. invite me to your instagram ball or whatever right i don't even think that's a thing but no but like it is like ironic now to be in it's it is camp it's, it's so camp <laughs> it's like you guys i have ten thousand followers you know like imagine like sitting down with your press agent and you're like right. literally arrange the bag on my shoulder yeah and like make sure the egg is just right <laughs> like that's so camp like it's so camp to be like buy my caseify collab like get 15% off with my code anna15.shopify <laughs> no that is so camp um hashtag case to find me like <laughs> really? what like 
It's such a joke. It's so funny that we were obsessed. We were obsessed. Like, we wasted so much time. And, like, we didn't even know. Like, we thought it was the future. Like, we were convinced that we were going to be famous, which, like, is still true. But it's still true. It will will be, like, classy famous. Yeah. And I feel like I used to be like, oh my God, I need to be an influencer. Like, I need to be clouded up. Um, Then my account got hacked. That was another thing. So I was like, tragic. Um, but now I'm like, I'm like, if I am going to be famous, like I want it to be for something that like, I actually try about like try with and care about and put my energy into, you know, I don't want it to be like, I don't want to be famous because I took like a photo at the beach with my aha seltzer and like put some hashtag, you know, like there's just more to it than that. I feel like. And that's growth is like when you start realizing what your purpose is or like what you really want to be doing, like that's what will bring you joy. And like, I really was convinced if I got to like, I don't know, hundred K followers, I'd be like so happy. And like, not that that will ever happen, but I still don't think that would make me happy at this point. Yeah, I agree. And like, I just really don't think the, Fashion Nova brand deal is what makes people happy. Um, I just think that, like, it comes from within you and, like, not from this outside validation. Because literally, what even is 100,000 followers? Like... Like, what? So many... Like, that's literally just making people desensitized to other people. Like, 100,000 people. Like, you can't even imagine that. Right. And... Like, you can't know all of those people and have a meaning, you know? It's so weird. Even having a thousand followers. Like, do I know every person that's following me? Like, no. no. Yeah. And it's like, they don't even care. You know, it's like, why do we follow people that we don't even care about? And like, we all have people that are like celebrities in our mind that we don't even know. That right. you like think are so cool but like what if they're not like right what if social media awful? is really helps you portray people in the best light yeah i feel like one time i like was following this guy on instagram and i was like wait he is so slay he's such a baddie um i'm in love and then like he was at this party and so i was like okay i have to i have to chat him and i was like hey like what you know um I'm trying to be cool trying to slay and he literally it was like talking to a brick wall i was like wait i literally thought you were so cool for so long and this conversation with you like you're so stupid like not even to be rude or anything but like you can't form a sentence it was it was not my thing um and like that's the thing like it's all just a facade it's all just um you know, a mirage. And then I think that like, once you're able to know what you really care about, like whether it's dance or your podcast or whatever it is, like then people are actually able to know you. Like when they're able to see what, like what you care about, then they get to know you in a real way, you know? Yeah. Like when you're going to college and you're on that accepted class of 2024 page and everyone is saying the most stupid shit and like trying to be like so cool, so slay, everyone's hitting you up, right? trying to feel you out. Like, you don't know. Half the people I thought were going to be the coolest people in my class from talking before going to school are like the worst people now. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I can't even lie. All like the people that would chat with me or like send me texts, like who are those people now? I don't talk to them. Right. The people that I like didn't think were cool on social media, like not to be rude to them, like are kind of some of the coolest people like 
you know yeah no and i think like in real life that stuff kind of shakes out you know like you'll the people who seem cool but aren't fall away and the people who like seem maybe not as cool but then actually really are will like come into your life and um but that doesn't happen on social media like it's this weird fake reality where you can be anyone like you only want to be friends with like popular people and some of the like least popular people are like the best people to right. be friends with especially now that like social media has become memeified like people who take their accounts too seriously like it's a little bit of a red flag you know people who are like just having fun with it having a good time i'm like that's my bestie right there you know that's someone i want to be friends with and like people who will send you funny tiktoks i hate when people act like they're too good for a funny tiktok like shut up like no you're not no you're not all saw on our for you page literally fucking laugh at it because it's it's good like this is funny like there's genuine humor on tiktok people that make you feel bad for thinking things are cool or funny yeah another red flag and a huge pet peeve yeah and that just i think like that's just being insecure too like why do you think it's bad to like something because it's popular like, there's a reason it's popular you know it's because like, it's good i am pretty basic i would say i'm very basic but you know what i like what i like and it doesn't make me like less cool or interesting yeah. i just like simple fashion yeah. i mean i think that's okay and like a lot of like things are popular for a reason and you don't have to have like an individuality complex you know like it's yeah. so you don't insane. need to like the smallest band unless you really do like them right. or find the weirdest like clothing item unless that's your legit style unless that's like really your thing what are you doing then you're just like putting on a performance yeah you know? you're just like buying random clothes like you're contributing to the waste of the planet if you're gonna right. buy things that don't reflect you yeah just to seem special like, or like if you're on ox and you put on the most obscure underground and then it's just like mm-hmm. bad and you're like not this, liking and you, it and you don't even like it either but you just want people to think you're cool like what is, you just lost all cool points in my you, book yeah you are not giving what needs to be gained just play what everyone wants to hear like yeah and taylor swift hey taylor swift <laughs> literally people who are like i hate taylor swift i I'm, hate them i hate <laughs> them i'm like what do you mean you hate taylor swift like that doesn't even like, make do you sense hate women like probably like probably that's certainly you hate successful hate successful powerful slayers yeah. Um, because like Taylor Swift has music for everyone, you know, and people who are like, I don't like Taylor Swift just don't like her because they think it's a personality trait, but it's not like disliking something just because it's popular is not a personality trait, you guys. And um, Taylor Swift was severely hated for so long. For and- so long. Like, she really came out of that and found her individuality and, you know, created some of her best work after yeah, the hate. So after the hate. So thank you, Reputation. Thank lover. you. Reputation slayed so hard. Rep this, is my favorite album. This podcast is low-key just, like, a Taylor stan account. Like, so many episodes just digress into talking about Taylor. She's, like, the center of the universe. I think so, too. Taylor, um, if you're listening, please release the third Folklore Evermore album. I know. I know it's, I know it's out there. I and know, I know she listening. has it recorded. I know. I think, okay, my, I think it's called Seashore. What do you think? Do you have a theory? I feel like it's definitely, see, I don't think it's Woodvale, but no. I feel like it has something to do with, like, the ocean. Like, yeah. I just think there has to be a third sister album. You know, it's a trilogy. Literally, yes. 
I just, oh my God. I don't, I don't want the re-recordings. Yeah, I really just want new. I want new music. I mean, I would be happy with like the re-recordings because some of the From the Vault tracks slay. True. In 1989, come out. I know you're there. 1989? Like, it's so summery. It's, it's almost so losing summery. its time. Like, drop it right now. Drop it right now, Taylor. She should have dropped it on the 13th. Like, yeah. We were all expecting that. Um, okay, anyways, we were so, we just got so off track. Sorry, everybody. Taylor Sorry. gets us excited. Taylor gets us really... That's what it's Some about. Some kind of way. Some kind of way. Love that woman. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. I think, like, what you said is so true. And it's just... Like, you need to take time for yourself to develop. And, I mean, you're not going to be able to have meaningful relationships or, like, with yourself or with what you do or with other people until you take that time, you know? So, has it changed, like, your outlook on dance and stuff? No, definitely. Last year, I had this teacher who I thought was crazy at the time. So, I'm so sorry, Keisha. She was like, you have to be a person before you're an artist. And I was like what do you mean? I'm just a dancer. Like, I don't need this. Like, I'm just going to dance all day until I can't stop. And then this year I started to do things that were not dance related, like more on the weekends because we like could go out more. Mm -hmm. I started, you know, going out at night and like doing stuff in the day and just like going to museums, reading books, like hanging out with a whole bunch of new people and like just being a person and Mm -hmm. like doing little things. Like I love to paint. Like I'm not good at it, but I like having hobbies that you're not good at. Yeah. It makes you a better person. Yeah. And I feel more connected to my art now that I don't dance all day, every day. Right. Yeah. I think that's really interesting. Like you have to be a person before you're an artist. I don't know. I think that's like overlooked, you know, people think that you can just, like put everything into something and then it will be enough but it's it just won't you know like your life doesn't come down to one thing it comes down to a full picture and a collection of moments and things and experiences and if like it's all about dance all the time that's not gonna make you happy it's not gonna you know make you feel fulfilled and your dance is going to be missing that part that comes from being like a happy person, a real person, like someone with experiences and emotions and, you know, someone who's more than just a dance machine. And that goes for like anything, you know, whether it's painting or writing or whatever. So that's really interesting. Yeah. If you'd asked me that in high school, I totally would have been like, what the fuck? Like Like, I'm a dancer only. Yeah. But now I feel like, I'm such a collection of like shared experiences with friends. Like that's just made me better. Like I don't think of myself as just a dancer anymore. And that, that took a really long time to get to. Like I have an identity outside of my dance and I have other things I love and there's people I love. And And that's so important. And that's the growth. And that's the growth. That's the development, you know? Um, yeah, and it, it does take time. And I think, like, in high school, it's hard to know that, like, you're capable of all these things and they're going to bring you joy. And, um, like, and also there's just, especially when you're young, like, I think you believe that, like, the amount of people you're going to love is a lot more limited than it is, you know? Like, there's a whole world out there and obviously you're not going to love everyone, but... 
Yeah. I mean, I feel like I love people like casually. Some people are like, yeah. I won't say I love somebody unless they're like super serious. Like I love everybody. Like, yeah. and you can love them in different facets. Like, right. I think you shouldn't be afraid of like having moments like that you share with people and right. being close to them, even yeah. if it's for a short period of time, like, and being like, I loved you in that moment. moment. And you know, maybe I never will again, but like, that's okay. Yeah. Right? So I don't know. And I think like what, like, yeah, you have to open yourself up to that. And like, you can love your coworker. Like, it's not that. Like, don't be afraid to love people. We all want to be loved. Yeah. And like, if you're like willing to embrace somebody to that degree, like you're going to have fun with them. Like if you can love your coworker, it's going to make your job bearable or even fun. Maybe, you know, romanticize your life. And that starts with loving the people around you. Yeah, that's so true, actually. And I think that's overlooked. Like people think romanticize your life, create a soundtrack to your life and then like dance in the street but it's also about how you treat other people and it's about the relationships that you have with everyone um and like i don't know i think our society is kind of really callous and cold and like with like the people that we interact with in ways that might not be like super meaningful like whoever makes your coffee or whoever checks you out at the store whatever but like it's a little bit crazy to be like, I'm going to really just chat you up. I'm going to be like, oh my God, I love your outfit, blah, blah, blah. And like go all in. But like you should, you know, like those people are real and you can have like a special moment with them, even if it's just while you're ordering your cappuccino, like it's fun, you know? Like you might be the nicest person they see that day. Like you are going to be the person that they go home and talk to their spouse about and be like, oh my God, this guy came up to me and told me that he loved my sunglasses. Yeah. Or like, and like, it just, I don't know. It's so, it like makes you feel better and it makes someone else feel better. And it just makes the world a little bit nicer. Like Those little acts of kindness are so underrated. So underrated. And like, I don't know. It's just, it's just more fun. It's like a little bit crazy because like we expect people to just be business-like and um, straight to the point. But like, there's more to it, you know? Even if it's just with someone you're never going to see again, I think. Yeah. Um, Those extra few seconds of your day, like, yeah, you spent them well. You spent them well. And like, at the end of the day, you're not going to be like, oh, I wish I had gotten my coffee 30 seconds faster. You know, like you can have that little convo. You can make that moment count. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have anything else? Oh, I think that was... That was like the gist of the story. That was the gist of the story. And I don't know. I'm excited to see what you do next, Mary. You too. Yeah. Thank you for being here. And I'll see you soon. See you soon.